Yes, you are. You're the best around. There are other radio shows who have other listeners that are okay, but you guys are the best. Keep our numbers handy this morning, 866-916-3776. That is our call-in number. Our text number is 434-248-0704. We would love to hear from you. Uh, It is Thursday. Uh, Is it just me or is the week going very slowly? I mean, maybe it's not, but it feels like it's going, you know, just a just a little. Well, this is the four, first like full five day week. Is that what it is? Might be. Yeah. Monday we had to work. That's true. You you come out of the the holidays where you get used to getting getting those longer days, and then you don't get anything until like Memorial Day. You're probably right. That's probably what it is. Uh, I have an interesting mind jam trivia to get your brain going today. You must give me your scouts honor. You literally can give me your scout's honor um, and not Google. You look a little bit. Hold on. I'm just going to get my camera out. Don't, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. No, fix it back. Fix it the way you had it. It was even a little bit better a minute ago. Uh, you looked a little bit like the, the guy off of um, Back to the Future, <laughs> the oh. professor. You had a lot of... So- this is hair going I have on. a lot of hair, so it happens. <laughs> it, it can it can go when I don't comb it in the morning, which I don't do when I get up at five a.m. Right? Yeah. It, it it'll have its, its a own. mind of its own. Yes. A little bit uh, that made me laugh. I'll have to share that on our Facebook page. So our mind jam trivia today. Uh, promise me you won't Google. We're just simply looking for the definition of something, and and we want the definition of Mondegreen. Mondgreen is what we're li- I'm just curious we have really smart listeners I'm curious if there is a listener out there who knows what Mondgreen means Mon M-O-N M-O-N-D-E you can't google it Mondgreen is what I'm looking for there's probably somebody out there who who knows the hmm. answer Interesting. I knew what it was even though I didn't know what it was if that makes sense I had no idea so we're going to have uh, we're going to have the answer we'll have some fun with that was that in the dictionary in 2002 it wasn't added to the uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary to 2008 I won't say the definition okay I knew I was going to get it so I just waved the white flag but it was created the the term came up in the 50s mm. so it's been around a long time and we've talked about it a lot on the show so anyway we'll uh We'll, we'll talk about it more coming up here in just a little bit and have some, some fun with that. If you think you know it, we would love for you to uh, send it in and have some fun with us this morning. All right. On this day in history, in 1966, if you grew up in the 60s or the 70s, this was probably a big thing for you. This show, starring Adam West and Burt Ward, debuts on ABC. It's not a very creative theme song. It works, though. Yeah. They just say it over and over. I would love to have had that job. Yep, there it is. Uh Uh-huh. He was Batman. Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. Batman. 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 It works. (laughs) I know. And then you just said the pow, zoom looking back it was so campy but when we were kids we would get so excited when batman would come on it was just thrilling back in the day 
but we were little kids. So what do you expect? Uh, in 1974, on this day, coincidence? I'm not sure. Uh, Steve Miller Band peaked at number one Joker. with I'm the Joker. Different kind of Joker, but still, you get the connection. And then on this day in 2022, you've got Brits behaving badly as uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson admits he attended a bring your own booze staff party during the lockdown and COVID. That's why I had the hair like this. You're doing doing your Boris Johnson, your best Boris Johnson. Oh, my goodness. What an interesting individual he is. Uh, Lots of birthdays today. If you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you. You share it. With radio host Howard Stern. I know you're thrilled. He's turning 69 years old today. Uh, Country singer William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. He's turning 84 years old. We have mostly singers this morning. Uh, actor Anthony Andrews is having a birthday today. He's 75 years old. Unless you watch a lot of BBC, you probably don't know who he is. I know who he is because I watch far too much BBC. Uh, country singer and uh, many would say local boy, uh, Ricky Van Shelton is having a birthday today. He's turning 71. From a jack to a king. go he was uh quite the success there in the i guess 80s and 90s probably a singer melanie chisholm you know who that is she's a spice girl do you know which one um sporty spice you didn't give me a chance to guess she turns 49 that's her really wants to zig a zig uh, What is that? I don't know. I mean... This is the 90s. Gotta love it. Gotta get down with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Because friendship never ends. Friendship never ends. Just deep lyrics, really, when you think about it. Speaking of deep lyrics and actually talented people, uh, contemporary Christian singer Jeremy Camp is having a birthday today. Marvelous songwriter. He is turning 45 years old today. You can have all this world Just give me Jesus when I he, uh, he makes my blood pressure go down immediately. Such an amazing songwriter and, and singer as well. So we have um, our Mind Jam trivia. People actually are guessing this morning. Uh, Bear says, a Monday morning hangover, <laughs> waking up on the lawn. All right. You're closer than you think, Bear. And then uh, the putrid color of an eagle's uniform. <laughs> Can you guess who sent that one in? It's okay. I I'll know. Just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just wait till till Tuesday because when Tom Brady. You're going to let your, your players do the talking. I have to root for Tom Brady. I feel very, very mixed about it. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Are you conflicted just a little bit? Oh, okay. Well, coming up a little bit later on at 7.30, we're going to be talking with Governor Glenn Youngkin. He's going to join us on the show. Of course, he did the State of the Commonwealth yesterday, and he's going to get us an update on where things are there in Richmond. So we'll look forward to having that conversation Is in weird, a little bit. Where do you think he's in year two? Um, you know, 2022 was like the longest, shortest year ever. It was just, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Especially for you. But I mean, I think yeah. for a lot of people, it yeah. felt that way. And it was also the kind of year where you are kind of ready for it to be over, but you're almost afraid for it to be over. I, I was ready what for it to be over in February. What is 23 going to be like, you know? So, uh, yeah. So we're going to get an update uh, from him. I will say I will say this. Yesterday, I don't want to ha- I hope I don't have anything scheduled much today. Yesterday was one of those days where it took me forever to get home. I get home. <laughs> my, <laughs> you're laughing because you know the story. Um I get home and my wonderful husband is helping a young man. You describe him that today. <laughs> well, he is wonderful, and I do, and I do love him. It, it's just like he had a moment or something, and he's been on night shift. He gets more grace when he's on night shift because that's hard. That's fair. You have a hard schedule, so you understand what I get it. those no, hard I, schedules are like. I, I I would have probably done the same thing. So he's helping. He's helping this young man sight in his bow, and 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 Mark works with his fiance, and and she was going to pop by and see the dogs, and I knew all that. And so I'm there talking with this young man. And then and then Mark goes, um, so do we have enough tenderloin for everyone? And I'm like, holy crap, he's invited them for dinner. And he hasn't told me. And, and not that it was a, a big deal. I, I'm always welcome to anybody. Uh, for, but I would like a little bit of a heads up. So, yeah, there was a little bit of that going on uh, last night. Welcome so, to my home. You get one little sliver of tenderloin. Actually, you know what? He, uh, it was fine, and and they they ended up having we had uh, pork chops with a chipotle honey glaze, and we had mashed potatoes and mixed veg, and I even had a little appetizer for them that I was able to pull out of my hat. So it it all worked out. Mm-hmm. I did have to borrow milk from a neighbor, but it did it worked out. It was okay. Yeah, but uh, it was it was not a great husband award <laughs> yesterday. We were lacking in communication just a little bit. They were just, they're simple kids. They were, they were easy to please. So it wasn't a a big deal. But when he said, so is there enough tenderloin? The look on my face, I'm sure was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) We? (laughs) Do you have a frog in your pocket? Because you're not making dinner. Anyway. All right. We're going to be back. We'll have the answer to our mind jam trivia and have a fun Thursday planned for you here on the morning jam. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam. The morning jam. You're listening to the morning jam. I'm Janet Rose, and we're glad you're joining us as we're talking about our mind jam trivia today. We ask you what the definition of mond green was. And to see if you knew where, where what it was, it it's a, not an easy 
question, certainly. Uh, That was an example of one. Probably the first example I experienced professionally because I had someone call and request Big Old Jed and Dinah as a song. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And they're like, yeah, you you guys play it all the time. Big old Jed Jed and Dinah. And I was like, can you sing it? Big old Jed and Dinah. No, that's not that song. <laughs> that's Jet Airliner. That is the example of a Mongreen, actually. Uh, we've all done it. We've talked about it a lot on the show, especially when uh, Mark Lamb was here. He is the, the king. He and his wife are the king and queen of misheard song lyrics. Uh, Miriam Webster calls this phenomenon a mongreen it's a word or phrase resulted from hearing something said or sung wrong american writer sylvia wright coined the term in 1954 in a harper's essay because when she was a little girl her mother would read from a book and there was a a, a poem that featured the line and laid him on the green which she misheard as lady mondegreen so Lots of examples of Mondegreens out there, like Alex the Seal, also known as Our Lips Are Sealed. That's a pretty good one. You probably have your own examples. Feel free to send them in if you do, and we'll talk about it. Uh, coming up, we have your uh, the interview with the governor that we're going to be sharing with you. I will also have some local headlines that we'll be talking about as well. Uh, As far as an update on the situation we were talking about yesterday, I'm talking about the Temple Christian Church uh, topic. We had a, a parent that was on. They had a meeting last night with Pastor Esterline. Uh, hoping to get some answers as to why the choices that were made were made. Apparently, they came out not knowing anything more than when they went in. So I heard that <laughs> I heard that from several several people that they simply did not get uh, any answers. I have no updates on uh, all the drama going on with Lynchburg City Council. Um, there's just again just just need some of this. Order! Order! Yeah, I, we don't. I mean, nobody knows what's going on. It's it's. They said. They said. He said. She said. Yeah. Somebody said there's a bathroom on the right. That's one that Mark Lamb's wife got wrong a lot. That was one that was definitely misheard. Uh, got a caller on the line. Good morning. You're uh, on the morning jam. Hi. Hey, Janet. How are you doing this morning? Doing good. Thanks. How about you? Got a beautiful pink sunrise out here. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway um, yeah, a lot of those songs can get misconstrued, you know, but uh, with lyrics, I think I've done it myself before. But um, I was uh, Governor Yunkin. I guess he's going to stick to this 15-week abortion thing, and I just do not like that. I'm gonna I, uh, I'm gonna ask him about that coming up in this interview. Yeah, so I, I hope you do because a lot of us out here, and I talk to other people, they're like, if he runs for president, we know where Donald Trump stands on that. He got Roe versus Wade turned back, and Donald Trump's not even a Christian. Governor Yunkin is, and I just don't understand. Fifteen weeks, if he run against the Santos and Trump, 
um, what is he going to say? I'm okay with 15 week abortions. Well, uh, I, I'm I'm going to ask him about it, and we'll we'll find out directly from him why he he is doing what what he is doing. Uh, I suspect and it has. I know I know a lot of people will say, well, you got to negotiate with Democrats. Democrats wouldn't flinch on abortion. You know that they would not flinch. They all stay in unison. Um, so why do we got to give up ground? But they don't have to give up any. You know, so that's my. Well, I think the challenge for Governor Youngkin is um, he Uh is coming off of a governor who literally had convinced so many people in the Commonwealth that it was a good idea to, you know, all the way up to term, deliver the baby, make it comfortable until you decide if you're going to murder it or not. I mean, that's that's a big, big walk back. And so I do think that has something to do with it. I'm not saying I agree with it, but we'll hear from him. I mean, we'll we'll ask him about that uh, coming up but at 730. That, um, that, yeah, that's just an irk of me of his. Uh, but, you know, I, uh, I, I just don't understand it. It's like you told us you were pro-life, but yet 15 weeks is not pro-life. Well, so did you see? Matt, I'd be glad for you to yeah, do that. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll ask him. Um, did you see the, the Pelosi and Schumer? They had a meltdown yesterday after <laughs> uh, the the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Um, oh well, they're a, they're a hot mess anyway. So what? I mean, and that's the thing. See, Democrats stick to their guns. Oh, but I yet know. We're supposed to want. We're supposed to be the ones that give everything. Wow. Yeah, well, see, I, I think I know why Governor Youngkin's doing it, because Amazon, and I'm up in the D.C. area a lot, but Amazon's building a big campus up there at uh, Fairfax and uh, Northern Virginia. So, And I realize Amazon's a liberal company, which I buy a lot from them, don't get me wrong. And I, and I agree, sometimes you got to negotiate with people, but the Democrats would not flinch on this issue. Oh, I, I know. So, I know. So I mean, and they get bolder. They get a little bit bolder every year. Well, listen up. Mm-hmm. We'll have the interview coming up, Alan. Thanks for calling in this morning. Thanks, Janet. Have mm-hmm. a good day. You too. Uh, and he's right. The Democrats are very bold when it when it comes to this. Um, uh, Pelosi, who you know has supposedly retired from the leadership, she made a, a tweet yesterday. Um, Democrats will always defend reproductive freedoms against extreme Republicans who, this is the line that kills me, who disrespects a woman's right to choose the size and timing of her family. They do not want to take away a woman's right to choose the size and timing of her family. Just don't murder babies to do it. There are so many more options. You're such an intelligent woman. You should know that. She goes on to say these are serious personal decisions that must be made by women guided by faith, physician, and family, not by politicians. I'm telling you what. the I don't know how this woman walks around. I'm just saying. She is unfreaking believable to to make just that phrase right there disrespect a woman's right to choose the size and timing of her family and then to say that it's a personal decision made by women guided by faith physician and family 
ridiculous. She is just ridiculous. And I wish she would go away. I know she won't, but I'd like for her to go away. So there's that. Coming up, we have WDBJ7 getting us our headlines, regional and local headlines are going to be coming up. Our temperatures aren't too bad. We're in the mid to upper 30s throughout most of the listening area. And looks like we have another pleasant day in store for us. So we'll check all that out for you. Keep our numbers handy. Give us a ring. 866-916-3776 is the toll-free number. You can text us at 434-248-0704. We'll talk with Governor Glenn Youngkin. Ask him your questions coming up on The Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Cloudy skies, showers developing after 4 p.m. today will be breezy at times. Highs at 58 degrees. Lows drop to the upper 30s tonight with showers tapering off after midnight. Sunshine returning on Friday. Cooler and breezy highs at 52 with a low of 29. And much colder as we get into Saturday. Sunny skies, highs only reach the upper 40s. Currently, we have 36 degrees in Lynchburg, 38 in Bedford, 39 in Roanoke and Salem, uh, 42 in Danville, 38 in Amherst, and 37 in Appomattox. We are excited to have Governor Glenn Youngkin joining us this morning on the Morning Jam. Uh, You guys are hitting the ground running, aren't you? We are. There's no time to wait. Virginians expect more. They expect it faster. We had a great first year with $4 billion of tax cuts and, and uh, great progress in schools with empowering parents and making sure that we're providing choice within this public school system with our lab schools and, and paying teachers more and investing in facilities. And we backed the blue, $400 million in increased salaries and training and equipment. Uh, but we've got a lot more to do. Virginians see that we're on the right path, but they want us to go faster. And so we're hitting the ground running. Well, they want you to go faster because a lot of Virginians, aren't you? ...system with our lab schools and, and paying teachers more and investing in facilities. And we backed the blue, $400 million in increased salaries and training and equipment. Uh, but we've got a lot more to do. Virginians see that we're on the right path, but they want us to go faster. And so we're hitting the ground running. Well, they want you to go faster because a lot of Virginians are struggling in this economy, aren't they? Yeah, they are. We're, we're seeing the, the, the uh, Biden White House's inflation effect really uh, steal people's hard-earned money. It's the silent thief, and, and uh, we can deliver tax cuts. We can, in fact, demonstrate that we want Virginians to stay here. We want people from other states to move here. We're the best place to live, work, and raise a family, and we've got to demonstrate it. We've got $3.6 billion of a surplus coming, and uh, that's Virginians' money. That's not government's money. And so our next stage to add to our $4 billion of tax cuts is to do it again, to bring rates down. 
and to finish the work on the standard deduction to get it to a doubling and to finish the work for our veterans to make sure that all veterans participate in, in, our, in our tax cuts. And this can mean $1,900 for Virginia families, and it can bring 47,000 Virginians to a point where they no longer have a tax liability. This is a great step for us to compete, to keep Virginians here and keep them from moving away and to make sure that businesses come here in the, in the, in the way that I think they should. We had great wins last year with Boeing and Raytheon and Lego moving to Virginia, right. but we have to do more because Virginians expect it. They have opportunities that they want. They have opportunities that they want presented to them. We have great education, but gosh, we've got to make sure that our kids stay here, build their careers here and see their dreams come alive in the Commonwealth. Well, the education has been on the forefront for you since the very beginning. Um, There are a lot of uh, parents out there who are concerned about the education of their children in Virginia. Uh, You've been getting some pushback from, uh, from, from some of the schools about how you think history should be taught. But uh, you're, you're holding the line on that, aren't you? We are. There's no, there's, there's no retreat. There's, there's only advance here. I, at the end of the day, parents matter in Virginia. And uh, it is absolutely at the forefront of our education policy is to put Virginia's parents not just back at the table, but at the head of the table. And it all started last year when we had a great bipartisan win to let parents decide whether their child wears a mask and not have the state mandate it and to make sure that parents can make decisions when there's inappropriate materials in their child's classroom as to whether it fits their family values or not. And we have to continue to press forward to protect parents' rights. Gosh, what we've seen happening in, in both uh, Loudoun County and Fairfax County and Fairfax most recently where, where, we had a, uh, where, where we had school principals selectively decide not to inform high-performing students of national merit right. scholarships and awards because they didn't want to make students feel bad. (laughs) We evacuated the idea of a meritocracy in in America and Virginia. No, we will not let this happen. And I'm so pleased by the work that that our Attorney General Jason Miares is doing to hold people accountable in Loudoun County. It was something I did on day one, which is to start the investigation in the Loudoun County School Board and Administration. And we're doing the exact same thing now in Fairfax County. Let's talk about um, children. Uh, young children, unborn children, and the uh, the life at 15 weeks. Now, some of your constituents uh, don't think that's enough, and they're disappointed uh, that that it's a 15 week ban. They don't think that uh, that babies should be aborted even at, at three and a half months. Tell us more about why you supported the 15 week ban, because we know you are pro life. Yeah, Virginians, Virginians elected a pro-life governor. And I did watch what was going on just a few years ago, where on the floor of our General Assembly, there was a heated debate and nearly a bill passed to extend abortion all the way up through and including birth. It was radical. And so I felt that we could come together around a 15 we build that protects life at 15 weeks when a baby feels pain. Uh, you know, we have, a, we have a moment where we have to make progress. See, Virginians want fewer abortions, not more. And this has been an effort to bring people together around a bill that would deliver just that. I am uh, ever optimistic, but there will be challenges. I think that many of the Senate Democrats, of course, are 
the same ones that were that were debating on the on the General Assembly floor to extend all the way up through and including birth. Well, and as we, but I'm as optimistic we, that we can press forward here. As we saw yesterday, many of the Democrats were having a meltdown over the Born Alive Act, uh, the Survivors Protection Act. Uh, you know, they they want that to go away. If a baby's born alive. And in an abortion clinic, they they don't want to take any steps to save that baby. Um, I, I don't know how we got here in this country, for sure. But uh, I will tell you this, Governor, we are, are thankful for a governor with conservative values. Uh, our, our listeners say it all the time. And uh, we're looking forward to see what 2023 holds for the Commonwealth. Great. Thank you so much. I so appreciate all the support. You know, our Commonwealth is, is headed in the right direction. I hear it and see it every day. Virginians are proud where we're going, but we've got a long way to go. We've got to get more done. We've got to get done faster. I'd ask folks to speak with their delegates and their senators. We have to, ha- we have to hear from the people to drive further tax cuts and to stand up for those things that we hold dear. Our best days are ahead of us, and I just have the great privilege of serving all Virginians. Thank you for hiring me. Well, thank you for, uh, for what you're doing, and you're welcome on the show anytime. Great. God bless you. You too. So there you go. Um, that may not be the answer people are looking for when it when it comes <clears throat> to the abortion question. Um, it's certainly not the answer that I, I like or want to hear, but it's not one that I don't necessarily. I, I do understand what he's saying when you've got somebody as radical as our last governor who wanted you know full-term babies to be able to be murdered 15 weeks is certainly a lot better but it's it's not where we want to be that's for sure it's certainly not where i want to be and i think that's true for many uh virginians but you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens it's it is a step in the right direction but I, i don't think it's it's where we want to be. Uh, not only is Governor Yunkin supporting that, but uh, Kathy Byron and Senator Newman uh, filed the bills that are backed by uh, Yunkin. They filed matching bills, and uh, and th- all that is online if you want to see uh, the the outcome of that. Is it better than nothing? I don't know. You you know what do you guys think about that? Um, would you rather go for for all of it and aim for the bleachers and strike out? I, I I don't I don't know. It's a very delicate decision, and and it's one that um, I'm glad I don't have to to try to make it because it's it it feels like a lose lose at this point. Uh, our number eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. If you would like to uh, to weigh on, in on that, you are certainly. Uh, most welcome to do that. Coming up, we're going to be talking about a new Alzheimer's medication that could add truly valuable time to a patient's life. That's what they're saying. You know, I had a, a father who passed away from Alzheimer's, so uh, the idea that we might be making strides with that is pretty exciting to me and I know to a lot of other people who are out there. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up here on the Morning Jam. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. 
cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and uh, working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Today's recipe is is one that's a little bit weird, but it's super delicious. And I think you might find it fun to uh, to make for your family and just see, see what they think. Uh, we were having conversations about banana pudding last night and what kind uh do you like banana pudding i love it your face lit up like it was christmas morning most people either love it or they're like eh whatever now are you a meringue topping banana pudding i'll eat it anyway anyway you can get it okay well today we're doing a recipe for a banana pudding cookie and don't knock it until you've tried it because it's pretty dang tasty uh, so that's what we're going to be we're going to be making today is a banana pudding cookie. Of course, you're going to need bananas to start out with, and uh, this is how you're going to make them. You're going to start by making your dough, and uh, you, in a large mixing bowl, you're going to whip together some butter and some white sugar and brown sugar until it's light and fluffy. Then you're going to add in your vanilla, your baking soda, your baking powder, your salt, your eggs. Beat it until everything's mixed. Then you're going to add in a dry vanilla pudding mix and flour just until it's combined. Uh, divide the dough into six equal portions and they're going to be really big. Place the dough in parchment lined bake sheets and then bake at 350 degrees for about 12 minutes until the edges are just turning brown. Allow them to cool for about five minutes and then you're going to make the topping. While the cookies are cooling, use an electric mixer to whip together uh, butter, the remaining pudding mix, some powdered sugar until it's light and fluffy. Add a splash of milk until you get your consistency right. Transfer it to a piping bag and then you're going to make a spiral pattern on the cookies. You're going to crush some vanilla wafers, sprinkle that over the icing and uh, and then you're going to put uh, like a slice of banana on top of each cookie. You kind of have to eat them right away, but it is like a bite of banana pudding in your mouth. And you didn't bring in any. In I today. didn't bring. I didn't bring any in. I need to. I need to be better. I need to do better. I need to be a better person in 2023. But but let's not forget. I was you know making dinner for four completely bl- unplanned you know last Fine. night. I'll blame Mark. <laughs> blame Mark. Let's do that. We'll be back right now. If you want to see the recipes for Five and Dine, all you got to do is go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. We are the morning jam. Taking your calls this morning on the Morning Jam, 866-916-3776. We have Kevin on the line. I suspect he's probably talking about this uh, 15-week abortion ban. Is that correct? Well, when you really think about it, um, you know, the Bible says when the righteous are in authority, the people, they rejoice. When the wicked are in authority, the people, they, they mourn like, Oh, you know, it's like a, it's a heavy a grinding, weight yes. that, 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 that you, that you have to carry and, you know, you're, you, you feel responsible for. So, you know, when, when, when a man like Youngkin and it's not rocket science, when, when you, when you value life, uh, that sets the tone for everything. It reminds me, uh, and you can ask Mark about this when, when people are at work and when 
when the leadership says, you know, we're going to take care of our equipment, we're going to take care of our office, we're, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to let things get run down, uh, then that, that just permeates through the whole workforce. It's the same thing in our state and our country. When, when, when people see the value of life, uh, that transcends everywhere else, uh, I think. So, um, you know, I think that's why, um, you know, some politicians get it, but the majority of them, they don't. Right. And, and uh, you, know, uh, you know, I would like to see, um, you know, things like that continue. And, and you're, looking for, well, you're looking for the blessings of God. Right. Uh, when, when you look at the state of California, you go, what's, what's really going on here? What's, you know, it's just not the, the flooding and the rains and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, is a, this is a direct result of the leadership of that state. You know, when you've got a homosexual that's in charge of the state, uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna have catastrophes, and people don't want to hear that. Oh, you shouldn't say that. You know, uh, you're not woke and all that kind of all that kind of uh, garbage. But it, it's the truth. So you know, like it, like uh, it says in the Old Testament, uh, you know, uh, when God told Abraham, "I'll bless them that bless you, and I'll curse you that curse you," and uh, you got a problem with it? Take it up with God. I think, that's, that's I think one thing uh, that we have learned for sure is is not valuing life. You, you made the comment that it transcends into other parts of our sure. of our culture, and it does. People don't right. respect life. They don't re- respect the innocent babies. They don't respect the elderly. Uh, now we're to the point where there's zero respect for authority. There's zero respect for one another. Uh, people mm-hmm. don't value human life in general. Not just, right. I mean, if we can't protect the least of these, why on earth would you think someone would, would care for, you know, a stranger? You know. Well, you know, look at this. Yeah, look at the first grader in Newport News, Virginia. I know. Uh, brings a 9 millimeter gun to, to school. He's six years old. Right. And and that's, that's being fostered, not from a six-year-old, that's being fostered from the home life, which there probably isn't much of one to begin with, and and takes a shot at at the teacher. Uh, it's heartbreaking and, and, stuff. There's the, there's no doubt about that. And of course, now it looks like right. the mother's going to be held accountable for that, as uh, as she probably should be. Right, but you see, those stories, there, those stories are not going to decrease. They're going to continue to increase. Uh, because, because, because we are coming towards, uh, you know, the rapture of the church and, uh, we're going to be taken out of here, but the times, times are going to get really rough. Times are going to get really, really rough. And and people are going to, those who are not saved, those who don't know Christ, they are going to lose heart. And I can understand that. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know how people make it now uh kevin thanks no. for thanks for calling in this morning appreciate it so much um yeah i i know what he's he's talking about there because if i don't know how you get through life if you don't have uh that relationship but uh a lot of people do i guess uh, i don't know that we have time to fully get into this next story it may have to bleed over uh, a little bit there is some promising new medicine when it comes to uh alzheimer's um, I thought this story was interesting. We've shared this story about Chris Helmsworth. Um, he has a, a Thor, of course, if, if you 
aren't familiar with his name. Thor is is what he played. Uh, He's got a new docuseries called Limitless with National Geographic. And it ended up revealing much more than just fascinating science. Uh, He went through a series of genetic testing during the series and he, it was discovered that he has a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's. And uh, I think that's something that he's really struggling with now. Uh, you may have seen the story where uh, the couple who have been married since 2010 and share three children uh, let fans in on a, a, a moment when his wife dressed up as an older version of herself so Chris could imagine what his wife would look like in the future and um, he announced in 2019 he was going to take a break from acting so he could spend more time with his his family uh, as he confronted his own mortality and uh, receiving these DNA results uh, he delved into the shocking way he found out about his gene indicator for Alzheimer's and um, he is being he has become quite the spokesperson for uh, Alzheimer's uh, for sure, the video is is kind of a, a sweet video. It made her very uncomfortable uh, to to kind of age herself. She said it made her realize how much society puts on women to be young and beautiful. Uh, he, of course, said he he still thought she was she was beautiful. Um, and then they danced together, and and I think they're hoping that maybe as this disease comes on he'll still be able to remember her will that work i don't i don't know if it will or not but it was uh it was a sweet experiment so, anyway this could be a dumb question so it's just an indicator that he could have it or he will have it um it, it very i mean he's genetically predisposed to get it okay but now some people can get alzheimer's in their 50s mm-hmm. i mean some people it's dementia and Alzheimer's in, you know, your 80s, not uncommon. But, you know, if it's if early. You're predisposed to it, you could get it early. And I think that's why he took a break from from the acting. He wants to make the most of, of the time he has, which we should all do. Uh, but coming over the next hour, we will talk about this medication. Maybe we can even get Dr. Harb to uh, to weigh in on, on some of this. I know he does a lot of cognitive care with his uh, patients. Uh, for sure. So we'll take a look at this very important subject on the way. Also, Bill Trefero is going to be coming up from our Roanoke News Desk with all the information you need to get your Thursday started. Thanks for joining us here on the Morning Jam. If you'd like to join in the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. 866-916-3776 is our toll-free number. We'll be back. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville.